Hey guys, welcome to episode 113 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. I'm actually recording this on Tuesday and releasing it in the afternoon. I'm several hours late. Normally I like to have it going at midnight, but the weekend has just been crazy and I didn't get to it until my free day was the day that it launched. So I edited it today and it's ready here, uh, you know, hours late, but not a day late. You know, so stop freaking out at me, okay? This is a free show. So don't scream at me when you don't get it at midnight, okay? Uh, either way, it's here now, and this week I brought on a dear friend of mine. This is the wonderful, talented Cody McLean. Cody is a great guy. We get into some real stuff. We goof around. Uh, he's such a great dude, and uh, you'll hear all about him. So I really don't need to talk long about it. I think you'll get it. I think you'll enjoy him. That's why I had him on the show in the first place, as I do with all my guests. So I think you're going to enjoy this a lot. Uh, so get ready for Cody McLean. If you want to see me play or hang out this week, uh, this week I'm playing with Zach Churchill, two public gigs on Saturday. We're doing our typical ranch from 4 to 8 in Laguna Beach and then Oak from uh, 9.30 to close <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, this is the last week before Thanksgiving. It's November! Gobble, gobble. <laughs> I can't even do that for real. Anyway, uh, no further ado. You know, there, uh, everything else I'm doing is either private or teaching related. So not, uh, th those are the only two public gigs you can come to if you're interested in hanging out this week. But like I always say, the, 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 the ranch and Oak and Laguna Beach are two of my favorite places to play. Uh, the ranch is beautiful and Oak is badass. So they're, they're kind of like totally different vibes, but very fun. Uh, so if you're on Saturday looking for something to do, looking for a couple of drinks, want to have some fun, those are both badass places to go. Um, lots of cool stuff, as usual, going on behind the scenes, and I'm just hoping uh, lots of cool ideas for the future, and we have a lot of episodes already in the can. So get pumped! Really fun episode next week, and uh, yeah, who cares? I don't need to do any more future stuff. We're here now. We're living in the present. You're here for Cody McLean, and that's what I'm going to deliver. I'm going to deliver it right now <laughs> right now <sighs> so as i always say every week please get comfy it is getting chilly so get yourself a hot beverage you know maybe you're somebody that likes to lower your core temperature you know so that you're not as chilly so maybe get a chilly beverage whatever you like whatever's true to you get that then i want you to get comfortable whether that means you're in traffic or you're working out or whatever it is get comfy for your podcast listening experience because that's all I want from you. I just want you to be comfortable and have this hit your ears in a very warm and pleasing way. Okay? Uh, <laughs> because I love you very much and I care about you. So here we go. Uh, with no further ado, grab a friend close if you need it. A family member close if you need it. You know, get a get a, just a warm blanket around yourself if you're cold. <laughs> you know how to get comfortable. I don't need to explain it anymore. Get comfy. Turn it up. And enjoy the freaking all right hey, hey hey welcome to the ryan and super strong podcast this is ryan knutson and i am you guessed it <laughs> super strong today's strength level is literature now, uh, what the hell does that mean? Uh, well, the, the answer is very simple. Literature has been around for ages. Um, as long as uh, things have been written down, <laughs> pretty much. And today, the reason that literature is the strength level for today is because I'm having my first writer 
on the show. I've had people that are writers of comedy, you know, and like their own jokes and writers of music and that kind of thing. But this is a person who is a writer of things. Emails. <laughs> Text messages. <laughs> and actual novellas, we'll call them for now, right? Uh, 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 and, and novels. We're, we're, this is a person who's an aspiring writer. And I haven't had one of those on, but it's another sect of the entertainment industry. And I felt like, what a great way to uh, label the theme of the episode as the strength level of literature. Now, literature will be around forever, and I hope that one day this guest will be somebody that contributes to that legacy in a huge way. And I think that he will, because uh, he's a very gentle man. He's a nice person, a kind smile with kind eyes. <laughs> LA-based writer, friend to all, dog walker, friend to dogs of any kind, knows a lot about dogs, actually talked to me about my sickly dog today. Love the dogs. He's a kind man. This is Cody McLean! Hello. <laughs> Did you realize how to look down? I was about to say your last name, but just because I, I've known you for two, several... Two what, years. Two yeah. years now. So... And and I just re- I realized today that I had never known your last name because you're not you don't use social media very much. No, not at all anymore. At all. So that's that's when I asked my girlfriend last night. Hey, do you know Cody's last name? She goes, Oh, just look on Facebook. And I was like, Oh, I would have never thought of that. Nope. Got <laughs> and I screamed that. at her. I screamed at her. Good night. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, I had to make sure I knew it. Uh, you just told me it just now, and I just wanted to make sure that I was clear on it. It is Cody McLean. It um, is. And you just told me your last name, too. That's true. For the first time just now listening to you say it. That's the thing. So, actually, today that we're recording this, Francis Corby's episode came out, mm-hmm. and we talked on that show of how we were the boyfriends of the girlfriends, because Chelsea and Lori <laughs> were our best friends, you know? And Brittany is in that same group of friends. Your yeah. girlfriend, Brittany. All from Syracuse University. And so Francis and you and I have all been friends for years, but just only at events where <laughs> those girls are hanging out. But we've become very dear friends. Uh, someone that I look forward to seeing. When I, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, well, we'll get into compliments and things like that later <laughs> on in the show. <laughs> but what's best to say right now is that I ask at the front of every episode, I ask my guests the same question. Are you ready for that question? I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the show is Ryan is Super Strong, so people know it's me. You know, okay. They know that and they expect that. Um, but And then there will be some people that when you promote this episode, people will go, oh, my friend Cody's on this episode. But there's a lot of people that are going, wait, uh, who is this guy? What's he doing here? You know. So my first question that I always ask all my guests is simply, Hey, who are you? And what are you doing here? <laughs> and wow. yes, I did give a really good intro. You got a what? I really did do a really good intro of who you oh, are. You, did. you know, you but did, you did. You but did. they want to go deeper. They okay. want to find out who you really Where are you yeah. from? You know, where, who are you? What do you do? Um, okay. I am uh a person. <laughs> That's good. Can we start further back? <laughs> that's a big, that's a, big a collection of right matter. No, just kidding. Um, well, I'm a, yeah, I'm a dog walker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a horologist, which means that I know how to take apart and repair timepieces. Okay, that's right. Okay, I, I was like, I knew the word, but I can't get past the joke. 
uh <laughs> of horology yeah everyone says that yeah uh no offense <laughs> um uh take it. offense take it for sure <laughs> yeah my grandpa taught me how to repair clocks when i was 13 so i've been doing that ever since um yeah. which is probably one of the most important things in my life um even though i don't do it that much anymore because mm-hmm. i'm trying to focus on other things but it really taught me a lot it got me out into the world yeah um, i met a lot of different kinds of people that i never would have met before so that's a huge part of who I am. It also taught me that um, you can do things yourself, like with your hands. So yeah. I think that's like a huge part of me now. I I try not to work as much so that I can do more things myself, like mm. cook for myself. Uh, you know, just like things around the house. Sure. I work for a lot of people who spend a lot of money, like having other people do stuff for them, yeah. which is totally fine. But I think that might be like the biggest thing about me is that I want to like have more time for myself so that I can do the things that I want to do. Sure. Have more of like a hand in my own life. Yeah. Um, not to take anything away from anybody else. Cause like, I totally get it. If you have a busier job, I just happen to have jobs that are like light on the commitment, commitment. time commitment. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah. I like to cook. Mm-hmm. I like to, spend time with my girlfriend one of, the, one of the girls that it's lucky that you're in a relationship where you do like to do that i'm also a lucky man <laughs> it's in that lucky, way yeah. <laughs> i who did i just speak to about this i i uh oh i, I won't say the name of the person but we were talking about because i don't want him to get in trouble with friends but we were t- he had been invited to several guys nights where he would go and ha- like with guys that he worked with hmm. and they would just like bitch about their girlfriends or wives and when I've also been invited to those as well, and uh-huh. I hate that vibe, yeah, <laughs> very much. <laughs> I don't mind boys' clubs if it's just like guys hanging out, having a beer, bowling, or like goofing around. Uh, but I don't like the boys' clubs that are like, "Oh, my wife did this stupid ass thing," or whatever. And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> that vibe drives me insane, and I'm like, I actually like who I hang out. Do with. Do you like to um, kind of give her a hard time like that one on one though? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> well there's this old line uh, not old but and you remember the movie mulan oh yeah i love that movie but there's a song called uh a girl worth fighting for yeah oh yeah <laughs> and they're like, what, do we, what do we want a girl, a girl worth fighting for, for. <laughs> and so i like to sing the part where they're like i don't care what she looks like just what she cooks like yes <laughs> it's very stupid and uh but it's fun for me and uh but yes so yeah, one on one, it is fun to joke in those horrible ways. <laughs> I don't think I would like doing it with a bunch of other guys. That would feel weird. It's yeah. Well, that's I'm gonna that, I'm gonna take that thing. poll quote, just that last sentence that you just said. <laughs> okay. I don't think I'd like doing it with a bunch of other guys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good for the audience to know. You know what I mean? That's why I'll take that quote. Um, but you are a writer as well, right? Yeah, I'm a writer. Um, you didn't mention that at all in the list of things. I know. I think it's hard for me to talk about because I. Uh, you feel like you're not doing it enough or yeah i guess that's part of it um but also just it's like a th- for me it's a thing that i i never felt like i had the right to be you know what i mean okay like, um for whatever the right to be a writer yeah because you hold right like you hold them in some esteem not really i think more than more than that it's just that i i just never thought like i was worthy of doing something like that kind of thing like because like what why would people want to know your thoughts or opinions or i think it's even no more personal just like really for me alone it's like (sighs) like i had to allow myself to 
say like that I could do that because oh okay um yeah I grew up this way where it was, it was internal like, pressure not not any external totally yeah on I you. grew up like thinking that our being told that everything was bad like writing was bad like anything that wasn't like super um doctor dentist towards no no more like just more like towards a religious oh uh, point okay. of view right, like right, if right it wasn't specifically about like religion and everything mm -hmm. then it was you know not worth it so isn't everything I'm, about religion i think so <laughs> <In some way. laughs> that's what i <laughs> that's think. why i like that's what i think is so funny about all that i think god's so in everything but you need to focus on it it's like no i can focus on you're you're weird that's what i said yeah some people don't think that though yeah so we're the good ones yeah i agree oh i shouldn't say that not good but well open-minded it's okay <laughs> <laughs> the lord understands <laughs> oh man so um but so I, yeah i am a writer um i'm trying to write actually about my childhood right now okay everything. um um short stories what's memoir. the first sentence and the last sentence <laughs> <laughs> Would you summarize your childhood as fun or dark or? Uh, no, it was definitely fun, but it was um, scattered. And, and oh, also, where are you from? We didn't talk about that. Well, uh, mostly Florida, but I okay. was born in Virginia and uh, we lived all over the country. So, okay. yeah, we were constantly moving like every couple of years. Why are you moving? Um, Army? Because of my dad. Yeah. Hmm. Not the Army, though. Just his work situation. What did he do? He was like a salesman. Mm -hmm. part of Traveling the story. salesman. We don't. Ooh, <laughs> I love that stuff. Mystery. Yeah, yeah. What was he? You know, I'm only starting to find that out now. It's interesting. Is there good stuff? Yeah, good stories for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's good. That's it's. I'm happy for you that they're good stories and that it's not just like, oh no, well, uh, the, how's the general branch manager? <laughs> I'm gonna write a book about how and then he was I got like the opinion, uh, McDonald's uh, the opportunity to move <laughs> to a branch manager position <laughs> and we're in Salt Lake City, so we move. You know? <laughs> and you're just like, okay, cool, Dad, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no it's cool that you get to have good stories told uh yeah it was hard as a kid i think because you don't understand what's going on but You're just doing um, it yeah there was a lot of stuff going on but so we moved around a lot and my parents were also very religious so that was part of the reason they moved around uh they think that the world's gonna end like every single year oh in the rapture okay so, do they they think the, the rapture's rapture is? coming they think the rapture yeah ever since i was five they've been telling me that like we had to have my birthday early when i was five because they believe the rapture was going to happen before my birthday and they wanted me to have my fifth birthday, though. Okay. I don't know. How does that make sense? <laughs> like, why, why does it matter at that point? Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, and it's kind of funny, too, because it's just like, it's not. You didn't have your fifth birthday, and if that was the case. I did have my fifth But, you know, but I'm saying, like, if it did come, you would not have actually had it. You would have had a party. Exactly. Celebrating something that didn't happen. And then when the rapture didn't happen. Are they going to listen to this by any chance? Do I need to feel bad for that? <laughs> <laughs> questioning all their decisions as I mean, parents my dad has been getting into the internet lately so who okay. knows maybe he'll find your podcast yeah he might uh he just compared he just said something to me about literally kim twos of people like, have found us. how do you even know who that is <laughs> kim kardashian yeah then of course that's the first thing every dad <laughs> finds <laughs> it was on a on a ad for uh razor blades so i was trying to uh get razors for shaving kim kardashian mm -hmm. uh yeah every dad that finds internet <laughs> will find that kim kardashian but at some point won't they <laughs> oh. oh man um so they thought the rapture was gonna happen 
Yeah, that seems every, like a very interesting way to grow up. And they've thought that ha- was going to happen every single year since then. Did you believe that the rapture was going to happen? Oh, yeah, for a long time I did. When um, what, was there a point? What was the point that made you stop thinking that? Honestly, I think I I think that some part of me was still like struggling with it until I was about 25. Like, and I was living it. I remember the moment it happened. I was living in New York City and it was so weird. I, I looked at the, <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm making this up, but I was. How old are you? When I was like 25. Okay. I'm 30 now. Um, I was looking at the the World Trade Tower though, and they had just finished rebuilding it, the Freedom Tower or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, "This is fucking." Can we cuss on here? Of course. I uh, will just say this: whenever anybody asks that, I tell them the same thing, and that's that. This the show is rated explicit. Okay. Not because we tell horrible, horrible stories or that you know we're cussing all the time, but I inter- I interview entertainers and real people, mm. and I want them to feel comfortable. Taking the truck down to Cuss Town. <laughs> so I throw him the keys. Here you go. Take it for a spin. Make yourself comfortable. <laughs> Taking the truck. Take the truck down to Cuss Town. Vroom, vroom. Okay. I'll try to keep it down to a hatchback. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Whatever you like. <laughs> um, I was looking at the Freedom Tower and I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Why? Like, so many things have been going on for all time. And <clears throat> why do I have to live like in fear that like the world's going to end tomorrow? Like, everyone has been saying that. I guess I just, I was still holding on to it. My dad has this thing about like May and June, which yeah. is when my birthday is, which is why we had to do my birthday early. Okay. So every time May and June would come around, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, what if he's right? Like somewhere yeah. in my head. And like, what if everything goes to shit? And like, I call my parents and they're not here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But then I don't know. It was just something about seeing the, the world trade tower go back up and like knowing everything that happened to it and just realizing we live in like such a complex world. Yeah. That like. This is complex enough. Like, I don't need to add this idea that the world's going to end every year or whatever into my life. Do they anymore. still do that? Oh, yeah. They still do it. But I actually did tell them, like, I don't want to hear about this anymore. And they've been more respectful of it. But yeah. More respectful. They still slip it in there. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I love the terminology. More respectful. I mean, it is hard to teach an old dog new tricks, of True. course. But, I mean, has that caused a wedge in your relationship with them? Yeah. I, I don't normally get this this real, but it's so interesting <laughs> to me. Uh, I also grew up, you know, very religious and stuff, yeah. and um, and I and I have my own relationship with that now, which I think is healthy and healthier than me it too. was back in the past. Um, but that is an interesting way to grow up, thinking that <laughs> the end is always near, and the, and the, it's <laughs> it's always weird to me the mindset of just like constantly being wrong every year. But still holding so tightly to it. But getting getting more zealous every year that it's going to happen. Like, yeah, it's like, well, like, well, you're wrong last year. But it's, nope. it's definitely going to happen. I, now I did more research and I studied more. And it wasn't even the the old, like, like oh, no, the world is ending. Like, get right with everything. It was, like, excited that the world was going to end. Yeah. Like, this is going to happen and we get to go to heaven, like, without. Yeah. I think really what it is is that they're, they're like, afraid of death in this, like, yeah. really acute way. That's, they, the, that's the actual root. And they don't know how to, like say that so yeah they're trying to like jump death basically well people celebrate that's like that's like when people are like when something bad is ha- happens thank the thank the lord for that yeah and i'm like and i'm always like no <laughs> no the whole vibe is that you're supposed to have a relationship and like yeah if you think about your relationship with your boyfriend or girlfriend or your brother and sister or your mom and dad there's like when your mom's when your mom grounds you you don't go thank you mother i will take this lesson <laughs> And learn. you know, it's like no, you go, you go. Ah, this sucks. And she goes, well, I still love you. And you go, whatever. <laughs> you know, and you run away. And then that's more realistic to me. You know, where it's just like 
this sucks. I'm not happy with you. You know, and this is like, yeah, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I still love you and I'm still around. You know, it's like, all right. Yeah. And later Try. on, you might even learn something later on when you look back on it. But when somebody tells you just like over and over again, like this is the way it is, this is the way it is. That just yeah. makes you have more questions. Whoa. This is deeper than we've ever gone on the show, I think. You're welcome. <laughs> Well, no, it's cool though. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm genuinely curious about people and where they come from and how they do stuff. Is that and how it is with your parents too, or? No, no, no. No, I, uh, no I, I've, uh, they, nobody ever shoved anything down my throat uh, as far as religion goes. Oh, I was, okay. I, I think I was, I, I, as far as religion goes, um, both of my parents had very different ways of approaching it uh, with me, and I, and the, the, the reason that I chose to be around church so much on my own is because I, I made really good friends. Uh, at the church and we all went through the exact same process of like getting completely entrenched and then getting completely out and then getting completely like then like realizing as, as you become adults like what the kind of more appropriate for us relationship to what the you whole thing for was, you. You know? yeah for you and yeah. so um but mm. the, the I, I just i found community with people that were like-minded and stuff and like and like we were going to hang out like we weren't going because our parents were forcing it you know yeah so i but like but we did you know uh, you know, I guess buy into the some of the more extremism things that were going on for a while, and then it was just like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> Why are we doing this or saying this or do, you know, acting this way or being taught to act this way or not yeah. say stuff? And that you know, and that shows up with every religion and every mindset. It's just you know, but I th- I think that our generation is 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 definitely leading the way in like becoming a more temperate climate. You know, yeah, I think so. I think it's like I don't have anything against religion at all. It's just like really have your own journey with it like don't don't try to tell anybody what there should be yeah which is what, i i think what this, happened to me for a i live time. by that so much man I, I i think that's like the some the biggest root of who i am now it's like is just like if someone comes to me and they're like i'm a scientologist i don't go oh you idiot you know <laughs> I, I, i'm just like that makes you happy like yeah I mean, and you're living your life like because that's the especially if you're a bible thumper it's like don't do you read the verses that say like like judge not stuff like that like it's not your job why don't mm-hmm. you just love on the person and become friends like you know it's like just fuck that shit yeah know? whatever but um i guess the really important question to ask now is just like you know how pumpkins are so scary in october <laughs> yeah and then we still have them around and th- all the way to thanksgiving mm-hmm. is that like kind of like creepy that they stick around <laughs> for so long? i mean it's like october we get it like spooky jack-o'-lanterns but then er, then halloween wraps up no more costumes no more blood no more zombies no more walking around skeletons it's turkey time but pumpkins are still watching <laughs> pumpkins are still around they just don't have eyes anymore which is kind of creepier are we talking oh so we're saying uncarved pumpkins i mean yeah they're creepy aren't I mean, they they do last a long time yeah, I have a butternut squash on my counter that's been there for over a month already. It's in the family. Still, <laughs> still sticking there. Do you think it thinks about when the end is coming every day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming a lot sooner for it, I guarantee that. Uh, yes. Butternut squash is delicious. Is it scary? Pumpkins. Is pumpkin scary? In th- in November. I don't think so. You don't think it's a wolf in sheep's clothing type thing? No. How could it be that? Is it going to eat us? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> these are these don't these questions don't really have to have a real answer necessarily, but 
Have you ever cooked a pumpkin yourself? Of course. Yeah. You like it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like that? You like that? You like that, bud? You're one of those freaks. You'd be you'd be surprised. <laughs> it doesn't taste like canned pumpkin. Of course not. So I'm just asking. Yeah, it's not sugary. People people are always like pumpkin, and it's like yeah, it doesn't taste like a PSL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's you like sugar is what you like. Exactly. <laughs> Pumpkin tastes like squash, you know. That's what I always told you. It's like, damn, son. Yeah, it, basically, it's a squash. Yeah, it is. It's in the squash family. Do you like to roast pumpkin seeds yourself? Um, I actually have never done that. Ooh. Yeah, I usually just toss them. It seems like too much work. Oh they're no, all, like, it's covered easy, in the dude. stringy. Oh, stuff. you do have to. You do have to. Well, you don't have to. Like I, I, I've done it before, where you don't have to clean them at all. Oh, you just throw it all in there. You just throw it all in there, and then you just you just kind of pick through after when they're roasted. But just turn the oven on as low as it'll go, and just let them. And like you know, put salt and pepper, cayenne, yeah. cocoa powder, oh, whatever okay. you want to do. You can. I've done all kinds of flavors. Low of, and slow. Yeah, low and slow. Get just dry them out like beef jerky. Cool. Dirt, very. All right, I'll delicious. do you one better. I have a dehydrator, so I can just throw them in there. Oh, fine. You did me better. <laughs> Good job, then Cody. Wrong. You did me better. <laughs> <laughs> I give you a tip, and you one-upped me. Here's the question: When I buy pumpkin seeds, they're green. That's not a question. But All right, when, smart guy. <laughs> you didn't let me get there. How come when they come out of the pumpkin, they're white? Yeah, that's true. Is that a different kind of pumpkin? It's no. It's actually the the little seed inside of the shell. Oh, the white parts of the shell. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Because you're talking about pe- pepita. I probably makes me sound really stupid, but yeah, okay. You got to be honest about what you don't know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if we learned anything from life, um, so you write. You like writing. You you. It's taken you a lot. You have kind. Of, it's kind of a yeah. sore spot in a way. Yeah, it's been happening a lot more though lately. I've been giving myself the time too. So. That's good. Yeah. Um, I want to ask about that a little bit. Not we don't really get into process here uh, okay. that much, but I do want to ask some questions about that. But um. Like, do you also like reading? Oh, yeah. So you, you like it. to, you know, take in content as much as you like to put it out. Yeah. Um, do you, Are you a person who recommends books a lot to people? I guess so. Like on a personal basis, yeah. If yeah. I, if somebody tells I'm me always curious want. about that because I, I love reading and I don't do it as much as I want to. Um, but when I do, I think of people as I'm reading. Oh, and okay. I And I like to go you should read this book or just send it to them on Amazon or so, you know, something like, because I'm like, I, I don't if I, I, I'm very big in the idea of like, if I, if I'm around something or, or read something or something like that. And I think of somebody, I'm like, I just want to give them that thing. Yeah. As a token. I'm like, I was thinking of you like this, you know, yeah. The thought I, you know, I saw this, I thought or I saw a rock and made me think of you and I'll send you a rock. <laughs> like, and I've done that. It's like something like that. It's just an energy pull or something of some sort. But yeah. Do you like to recommend books? Yeah, I feel like I do that more with like songs or Ooh. recipes. I'll Ooh. send someone a recipe if I'm like, I don't know why, but this reminded me of you. I think you might like this. Ooh, a recipe. That's interesting. Yeah, I haven't. Honestly, I'm like you. I haven't been reading as much as I want to lately. I used to read uh, on the subway in New York all the time. Yeah. Which was awesome because even if you had to stand, you just didn't have to think about anything. So you could yeah. just read. But I drive everywhere now. In yeah. LA, so I know. that. Yeah, the traffic time. Yeah. <clears throat> Cuts into it. But I, the reading. I've been reading a lot of um, like the news on my phone. I like to read, yeah. Um, Me too. The New York Times and you know, I'm a, wired, I'm a bit. I guess. That's 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 also cut into my reading is because I read the news constantly. Yeah, I do too. And uh, and it's uh, we've talked about this before. It's mm-hmm. just like I used to have the news alerts every morning, so yeah. I'd wake up to news, 
And I'd look at my phone when I wake up and I'd immediately be angry and sad and <laughs> messed yeah. up. And then I'd walk around the whole day like, Ugh. <laughs> so I, tur- I finally turned off the news, you know, like uh, alerts. And that, so now I have to like, I, I have to, I, and I've made a thing where I'm like, I'm not going to look at news until noon. You know, like after I've had lunch, mm. basically. Oh, okay. So, so not because I don't like starting my day with news anymore. I'm like, that's just like, it's just not a good way to start the day anymore. <laughs> that's interesting. I, I've, I remember talking to you about that and I kind of went in the opposite direction. I yeah. ended up, I read it early in the morning now, like first thing I do, I right. just kind of skim. Yeah. And then I like rejected for the rest of the day because mm-hmm. I realized that like I would start reading it in the afternoon and then I would like go into spiral and just like go. Oh, into see, that's things. yeah. So we're doing the same thing, but I just do it. In the, I do it in the morning. You do it in the afternoon. Like, so you feel like you can get it out of the way. Yeah. Kinda kinda like kinda. a morning poop. Yeah. <laughs> just poop in the morning. Just, get it out of the get way. It over with. You don't have to poop again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I get the headlines, but I also turned off the notifications and I, I took it out of my like little widget thing and everything. Yeah. Cause that was, I would always just like swipe over, check what's going on. How do you, um, spend time more like so if news is kind of the same topic like so for writing how do you associate time like do you give yourself time every day do you say i'm gonna write a page a day do you or like what, what kind of how do you approach yeah that? i actually just kind of restructured my whole life like a month ago and i am working a little bit less how long so, did that take <laughs> a long time <laughs> okay go. Uh, long time. about five minutes <laughs> It was more fretting than anything, to be honest. But uh, more what? More fretting. Fretting over, over the uh, possible outcome. Yeah. But yeah, so I gave myself like a chunk of time in the morning, so that I can like don't have to do anything else, so that I can write, or if I have other stuff to get done, I can get that stuff done too. That's but, cool. But yeah, so I'm trying lately to give myself like at least two hours in the morning. I found I found the morning's best for me, for sure. For creativity. Yeah. In the afternoon, I'm just like I don't know what it is, but. I'm still there, but like I just can't focus. Like sit down and actually try to do anything. I'm I'm weird, man. I I cannot. I I do that same thing. I really want to have like a daily schedule. Yeah. But I like I, I I like every every other day is different, man. Like, like I I gig till three one day, then the next day I have to be up at five. Then the, in the morning that you know the next day I don't, I'm I'm free the entire day, but the next day I have like three gigs in a day. You know, it's just there's no regularity, and yeah. so I can't. I can't structure my day. So basically my, my, the way that I get stuff done is just like, if I feel creative in a moment, I make that the priority. You, I, you know, it. I'm just like, it just lean in basically. Exactly. It's like, so my philosophy is just kind of like lean in philosophy is it's like, <laughs> if you're tired, chill. If you, you know, if you want to have a drink, have a drink. If you yeah. want to, if you want to go and edit podcasts or if you want to like write music, do that, you know? Yeah. Just lean into however you're feeling at that moment. I feel like there's a difference though, because you are a professional musician Sure. And you get paid to do that. So mm-hmm. actually, I wonder about that with musicians. Like, is it hard to get into it? Like still when you're like, when that's your job and that's your daily thing also, you know what I mean? Like for yourself, is it mm. hard to get into the creative groove after a certain point? Um, it can be, <coughs> but the good thing, I mean, having a career in it, I've, I'm, I'm a mercenary musician. Like, so I don't, so I, I feel like a lot, so many musicians lose sight of the fact that you're delivering a service. Like, um, and, and I, so I, I always talk about to, to friends that need this advice and stuff. It's just like, I, I, obviously I'm an artist by nature. I want to, I want my creativity to be, you know, expressed and like, I want, I want to feel creative and stuff, but day to day, 
I'm like, sometimes I'm just going to go play classic rock covers for three hours or whatever, you know? And like, yeah, that's work. That's, yeah. it's very fun. I'm playing drums. I'm it's like, still you know? fun though. yeah, but, but it's, but I'm not being create creative necessarily. Like I'm, I'm paying the rent, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So it's like every gig's different, you know, some don't necessarily stretch you creatively, but some do, you know? And so you just have, but like, so when I'm on a gig where I'm like, ah, oh, oh man, I'm playing, you know, whatever song for the millionth time. Yeah, I, I I like to take a dose of like, like, yeah, but I'm paying the rent. I'm doing, you know, I'm like this is. Yeah. I'm, I'd rather be doing this than anything else on the planet. And so like, so I I just kind of have to be constantly on top of my own brain. But it's cause, yeah, you want to be as an artist, you want to be creative all the time. It would yeah. be amazing to just do exactly the best thing that your body wants to do at all times. But that's just not always reality. Yeah, I guess it'll never be like that. No. Even if you're... Especially if everything ends in a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about that, time being Brought so fine. Does that... Not to just keep a harp on your parents, uh, no, but okay. does that... Like, thinking that your time is so finite, doesn't... I, I feel like that would lend itself to making dr- big, drastic gestures and things. Does it... But does it not? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, we better take a trip to the Bahamas, or I better donate all my money to charity, or you know. Oh, that's interesting. I think that would be the normal, under, like, way of thinking about it. Except that you have to also remember that they're like uber religious in this way. That's like everything's evil. Uh huh. So we wouldn't go to the Bahamas because I don't know. It's evil. It's evil, I guess, or yeah. something. God or, didn't make that part. There's. <laughs> it's not that. It's like I think it's just like afraid. I think it comes back to like they're afraid of. Uh, they don't make those jump giant judgments. Unless it's like we're gonna move across the country and rip everybody out of school, yeah, for no reason. So I feel I really right. bad. I hope your, your parents have, don't know me at all. No, and so and so like I hope that if they do listen to this, they because <laughs> I'm asking a lot of questions because I'm interviewing you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but like I, it's I'm not judging. Like I I, I think that I'm I'm just a super curious person by nature, me too. <laughs> and like and so like I, I'm just asking out of curiosity because I because. And I, I'm finding it hard not to ask questions about that stuff because, like, my brain, folk, like, when I don't understand something, yeah. I want to know about it. Yeah, you know? that's fine. And I'm it's fine not, and, it, and so I'm, I'm always like, it's not from a judgment thing. It's just like, I don't get this and I want to know what the hell's going Like, yeah. why, why don't I get it? You know? It might help to understand that, uh, my, I also, there's also nine kids in my family. Sure. So my parents, we never really had much money, so they couldn't have done anything really drastic. Mm hmm. And maybe that's also part of the reason why they <laughs> wanted the world to end. So, <laughs> wanted it to. <laughs> oh man! Oh, Shit. they wanted it. They wanted it. It was not like a prophecy. It was like a. Well, so all this talk about religion and stuff. Do you believe in astrology and that kind of stuff? Like you know the the, the signs, the times of the year, the moon I, stuff. I was always like rocks. Um, I was always brought up to think that that stuff was really bad. Um, so I. It's so a, if you had to say astrology or astrology, <laughs> astrology, astrology, and this is and I am being like astrology, not like how horology is about clocks, <laughs> <laughs> horloge. Uh, I like astrology. I'm not. Yeah, I definitely do. I like it now. My uh, Brittany, my girlfriend's whole family is like really into the metaphysical world and like astrology and astronomy Ooh, that's very interesting and um and like psychic that's cool that you found her family totally it's really opened me it's up really a lot. that's some yin yang shit man right there yeah we had a conversation one time with her mom and she was like some people are really closed off to it just because like they were told that it's bad yeah but they're still like 
really like sensing it all the time and everything. Yeah, of course. And I think that's what happened to me. I think I'm like pretty energetic or whatever. Like you said, you pick yes. up a rock and there's like an energy thing there. I have the same thing. Yeah. And uh, I think I was like so weirded out by that because I thought it was wrong for a long time. So, but yeah, over the past couple of years, I've been getting more into that. I had an astrology, like a birth chart done recently. Ooh. That was really cool. What's your birthday? June 1st. June. It was premature. Is that Gemini still? Yeah, Gemini. Nice. <laughs> Gemini was born on a full moon. You can tell you can tell the listener for me, Mountains. but I didn't I, I didn't Google that. That's straight brain. Oh yeah, his eyebrows were just ticking off the days trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> it was easy because it was May 29th is uh, Lori's birthday, and she's a Gemini, so that's how. It oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. To figure I forgot. Out. Well, that's cool too because uh, because uh, Brittany's birthday is September fifth fifth, and mine's the seventeenth, so. That's cool that like because because oh, so, she's also a Virgo too yeah and so that's cool that we found uh, similar oh that's so funny yeah we're like uh, the same relationship but opposite yeah interesting you know Virgos and Gemini's are supposed to be at like a ninety degree angle exactly like not they're not supposed to be compatible at all yeah so and I agree wholeheartedly <laughs> 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 everything all my research proves that hundred percent. Sorry, baby. Did you guys get a... Did you guys... You guys had an instant connection though, right? Um, as Lord? friends. Yeah, yeah. We, we were friends for about nine months before we started dating. Um, and, and, and there was not a romantic bone. Same thing happened uh, with us. Yeah. We knew each <laughs> bone, other. I, and time. I literally mean bones, not <laughs> <laughs> the colloquialism. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was like not a romantic feeling between us at all. We, but we became... But we like immediately became really good friends. Yeah. And like... Uh, and just started talking. And then we'd like... And... Uh, I went to a show right near her place um, very soon after we did this project where we had met and, uh, and we started, so I was just like, and I was like, Oh, I should hang out with Lori. It was just, we just became friends very quickly. Um, so there was an instant connection, but it was not romantic. Can I put you on the spot? Ooh. I can, well, yes, because I can delete this very easily. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Was What's that job where you guys met? Was that a, just a, I'm paying the rent job or was that like a, I'm having fun and like being creative job. Oh, that's a good question. It's kind of, it was kind of halfway to be honest okay. um, because it was she, because I, I did not know, know her at all. And yeah, she was doing this thing called the live project, which mm -hmm. is very cool. It's like 27 YouTube videos, I believe. And the project was like, she was going to film as many music videos as she could like her doing songs um, in three days. She had three shoot days and they were just going to do as many per day as they could. Um, and so on the day, the third she had had a different one drummer for the first one a different drummer for the second one and then she was going to use that same drummer um a friend of ours named brian kennedy and then he last minute couldn't do the gig and so he um he actually contacted me and was like hey man would you be willing to do i won't say numbers he was like would you be willing to do this uh this uh video shoot day she's gonna do a bunch of tunes uh you just show up no work no you don't have to do anything it's all about this being live just like learn the tune right before and shoot it it's like this whole thing. The whole goal is to like do it on the fly. So you get paid this much. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's, I was like, that's, it's a whole day of shooting, but it was like, you know, he's like, food will be there. The people are great. It's gonna mm -hmm. be fun. Wasn't a crap ton of money, but it was like, I was like, I don't have anything on Sunday. I'll go ahead and do it, you know? And so then, um, then Lori contacted me and she's like, Hey, I just got your name from Brian. Like, thank you so much for, you know, agreeing to do this. I'm sorry. I can only pay this. And it was several hundred dollars less oh. than what, I, you know, and, and I was like, and I was like, 
uh hold on <laughs> and i called brian i was like wait what's going on and and he was and he was like no 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 so i'm so sorry like i took a gig I, I, and i had given him a lot of work and and then he and he like he was like hey i'm he's like no i'm i'm making up the difference like i knew that like, oh, you should okay. make this much money for the day and so i was like okay so there was like a big financial like aspect of why we even met um because Lori wasn't gonna pay as much as i like <laughs> like as brian like knew, like you know wanted to pay me for that gig and so he actually paid the difference um and then so that was like financially like driven it's to like be honest because i was just like well i guess i'll do it you know yeah and uh, it, i'm not doing anything that day and uh <laughs> so i did it and and that's just so the listener knows that's that's a very common thing in music like freelance musician gigs is like we all cover for each other so much that oh, we cool. take care of each other too like it's it's like if someone's like oh hey man sorry i took a gig that's not making a bunch of money like but because i like the people but now i can't do it can you sub it out for me and i'm gonna give you a little extra money or whatever you know so that's that's very normal same we, with dog walking we all do that shit you know yeah you end up losing money because you had to but, but but you're only losing money because you took a better opportunity that made you yeah. more or something like that. Mm. So you, you figure that out into your budget. But anyway, uh, it was very financially driven to uh, like when we first started. But then the day was like super fun. We were arranging music on the fly. I met some really great people. Oh, cool. I met the piano player was a guy named Mark Christine, who I love. is one of my great friends now. Um, and, and then I met, I met Lori that Lori, day. Of course. I, I met Lori on the street in front of our apartment <laughs> that we're in right now. You know? so oh yeah, that's right. So it's pretty cool. You know, it's like, you know, so it was a very, very fun day and very creative day, but yeah. So a little bit of both. A that's both. interesting. A little both. Huh. Yeah. I've never told that story on here and I, and I did the very short abridged version of it. But it, it had that little spin extra of, uh, the twinkling of romance beginning. Exactly. And we didn't know that at the time. Yeah. I'll be honest. You never do. We, uh, <laughs> we were both on Tinder at the point, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> hanging oh, really? out with other people i've never uh, i've never done that I've yeah i've been on any of those things and, we, and that was to explain how non-romantic we were we were literally getting to get like we'd be like oh you want to get coffee tomorrow after that rehearsal or whatever and he'd be like yeah so we'd get coffee and, and we'd like tell each other about the experiences oh, okay. that we were having you know mm. so we just were friends <laughs> why did you want to know that and i gave you a long-winded answer i was just curious because remember i asked you about whether or not you have like good uh good time still playing Music oh, whenever you right. play, I'm mm -hmm. just curious if that time, because it's that interesting time. because it became like you know you met your, the person you love through it. So mm -hmm. that's, it's kind of like a romantic comedy. Like it happened. Like it was all about the money first. Yeah, all about the money. <laughs> you didn't even like each other, and then yeah. you became friends. Yeah, yeah, that's now true. You together in the very house that you met. It's true. It's true. Well, the last the last question before we move on to segments is: This is November now. When this episode comes out. Oh, cool. Okay. When, <laughs> you got confused. For, you're like, uh, you're dumb. <laughs> Pretty sure it's October. <laughs> uh, when this episode comes out, it's November, and this is the month of being thankful. Thankful. I don't think I said that very loud. Thankful. Um, and so the question I'm asking everybody leading up to Thanksgiving is. What's something you're thankful for? Mushrooms. <laughs> nice. Psychedelic or otherwise? No, I've never done those, but um, I just really love mushrooms right now. Okay. That's good. Chanterelles. Mm. Lobster mushrooms. Ooh. Ever heard of those? You're talking a little pretty penny. You're dropping some money on some mushrooms at this point. Yeah, I did. I just dropped a lot of money on mushrooms. 
if you can believe that. <laughs> Cremini. Cremini. Uh, I got some morels. Ooh. I've never had those before, but I'm pretty excited to try them. It's supposed to be yeah, smoky. They're delicious, delicious, delicious. Uh, they're all dried. So. And you're cooking all this? Yeah, I'm going to cook them. Uh, they're dried. I bought them from this place in the Pacific Northwest where they harvest them in the woods. And... You gotta buy a all of these things sound like psychedelic mushrooms. Just so you know, <laughs> I just hope that you go to like a reputable website. Is all I'm saying. I went to this place. It's called the Dark Web, and I just found all these mushrooms. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's so. So you're thankful for mushrooms? Yeah, and, and, and actually, what a great Thanksgiving thing to be thankful for. And Brittany, that's what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to say that at first, but I felt really cheesy saying that. But no. it's true. Yeah, you guys are in love, aren't you? Yeah, for you sure. love her. Mm-hmm. She loves you back. I think so. It feels good. <laughs> it does. It feels really nice. It does feel nice to be in love. It's a. It, it's it's a weird thing. It's uh. Do you feel like you take it for granted sometimes? Um. Because it's just happening all the time. That's funny, actually, because I just told her the other day. I was like, I just want you to know that, like, I really love you. Yeah. Because I do. I mean, I think it's easy to take it for granted, but yeah, lately you got on autopilot. Yeah. I think I've been telling her a lot lately, though, so I think she knows. Haven't been taking it for granted. That's good. What about you? Well, we're, uh, Lori and I are very deliberate about making sure we don't. Uh, but that's because uh, of like thinking about this a lot. Do you go on dates still? Um, yes, but, uh, but not, not as much as, I mean, we hang out all the time, you yeah. know? And so we need to go on more dates. We live like, together. Dating dates. You yeah. Know? Brittany and I were just dog sitting for like 10 days at a place. That's romantic. And, uh, <laughs> well, I couldn't be there every night. So it felt yeah. like we were dating again because exactly. like yeah. we live together. We, were, we see each other every night, but like. She was over there. I was at home. Yeah. And uh, like texting goodnight and stuff. Yeah. And I would like go over there at night and we'd I go, think out, that's, go out uh, and see a movie. And it was like, I oh, travel a lot. Yeah. So that's that. We have, so we do get that too. Mm. We get that. You went and saw a movie? Oh, yeah. We did. Oh, you, uh, the, the two of you did. Yeah. Like, I, I thought you were like, <laughs> she was over there next to us. I went, to, I went and saw a movie. <laughs> Took myself on a date. I enjoy going to movies by myself. I still do that sometimes. Do you ever do that? I want to. I just never, like, every time I have the, the chance to. Like time-wise, yeah. I then realize I have three other things I should probably do. So, yeah, yeah. and th- ten other things you need to spend money on. <laughs> I'd do that too. Um, all right, cool. Well, you know, we've been talking for a long time. This is great. I this has been a very interesting conversation, and I and I enjoy getting to know you better. Um, because like I said at the very beginning, it's like we've known each other for years, and it's always just been like you know, hanging out with the ladies. Mm-hmm. So we don't really get to break it down. We've talked yeah. about doing the bro camping trip with Francis and you and I. Oh, we should do that. Got to do that. That'd be great. I got the gear. Me too. <laughs> I don't think Francis does, so we'll have to cover him. Okay. With a tarp? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> that realization. All right, sweet. So uh, we're going to go to our first segment. This is a little something that I think you're going to enjoy. This is something called the compliment corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called... The Compliment Corner. Hey, Cody. Hello. You look very nice today. Welcome to the Compliment Corner. Thank you. Well, what a nice compliment right off the bat. Welcome to the Compliment Corner. My name's Ryan. What's your name? I'm Cody. Well, it's nice to have you here. The Compliment Corner is a little segment that I like to do on every show uh, where it just allows me and my guest to forget how dark the world can be sometimes. Now, literally. It's very dark outside. Mm. Um, 
But it gives us a chance to look into each other's eyes. I'm going to give you a compliment that I mean. You'll flip it around on me. Give me a compliment that you mean. And then we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. Okay. How's that sound? Sounds good. Good. All right. Here's my comment for you, Cody. We've mentioned several times, even just re- just recently, that we have been uh, the boyfriends of the girlfriends. Mm. And I think that every person can ha- can relate to that where you go to hang out with your girlfriend's friends or your boyfriend's friends. And, and that can be great and you can make really good friends or it can be a total drag. You know, uh, it just depends on who you are and who your friend and the people that you keep. Right. Um, but I've been very blessed in my, in my life to surround myself with great people and also really enjoy the people that my significant other has surrounded herself with. So not only do I like hanging out with my girlfriend's friends and they've become dear friends of mine, but, uh, like getting to hang out with you and Francis and other people in that circle of friends is a true joy and uh, something I look forward to. And I'm bummed when you're not around. Like if I go to somewhere where you're not, you know? <laughs> um, but when I met you, um, I think I don't, I don't even remember the first time we met now. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember. It was probably at some bar or something, Yeah. but it was just like, there was a instant connection where I just like loved hanging out with you and Brittany and, um, and I think I even walked away from that night going like, oh man, Cody's so cool. I like Cody. Like, it was such a good energy. And, uh, so there's something very cool about you. Um, you, you, like you make friendship seem very easy with you. Wow. Thanks. And I think that's, uh, something to look up to and, and admire. And, uh, and I, and also I, I like, I also like to look at you and Brittany's relationship. I think you guys really dote on each other and enjoy each other. And so those two things make me really uh, enjoy being around you, and I and I and I cherish you as a friend. Thank you. Yeah. Two compliments. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny, because the first thing that came to my mind was I feel like this is similar, but I've just noticed that uh, every time we see each other, you have this ability to cut right through everything and just kind of like make me feel comfortable, and. You always have this. Funny well, I rock you like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he, he picks me up. You have this really quick, easy way, easygoing way of just like kind of cutting right through it, and and you always make me laugh. And but there, yeah, I always I leave always thinking like it was nice to see Ryan, and and Lori, <laughs> and Lori. <laughs> she's in the other corner. That's right. Yeah, she's in the other corner. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's funny. We both said something similar, I think. Yeah, man. But yeah. I do really genuinely feel that way. That That's the first thing it, that came to my mind. That's awesome. Um, and you're also just nice to talk to. Because <laughs> I never feel like I have to... There's certain people where you have to like come up with stuff. Sure. You know, you think you're in the back of your head and you're thinking like, what am I going to say next? Oh, yeah. But I never uh, feel that way with you. Yeah, it's cool. We talk about a lot of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's always very goofy, and we have uh-huh. a great time. Yeah, that's well. Thank you, man. Last time we talked, we talked about Mickey hands. Remember that? That's true. We did. Yeah, I was doing a particular job. I can't really talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that would make that make more sense. <laughs> but uh, that's the end of that. So <laughs> I can't talk about that. Oh, uh, but yes, yes, we were. I meant Mickey Rourke. That's right. I was Rourke uh, hands. I was hanging out with Mickey Rourke a lot at the time. <laughs> But I signed an NDA about him, so I can't really go further than that. It's just uh, people are only allowed to know that I know him. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, thank you, man. That's a nice comment, and, and it is. It, I'm very happy to get some one-on-one time to hang out. Me too. It's cool. Yes. Um. So that's been the compliment corner. 
<laughs> you don't have outro music? Uh, well, I do in a way, but I put it in post. Oh, if okay. that makes sense. Do you um, do all these uh, songs yourself? All the little intros and everything? Yeah, so uh, a guy named Chris Hackman, who's been a guest on the show, did the intro and outro music. Okay. Um, and, then I, and then I discovered those, and I was like, can I use these for that? And he, was, he said, yes. Yeah. So we struck a deal. And uh, now we're good friends. He's been on several episodes of the show now. But then the, all, the, in, all the cues, like the one you heard for Compliment Corner, um, I wrote all these ideas, but I wasn't producing at the time on my own. And so I called Chris and I was like, Hey, how much could I pay you to sit with me in a room for a day and produce a bunch of insane ideas that I have? And so he's like, come over. So we did that. We hung out for a day and like wrote all these crazy. Oh, cues. that's cool. This is very cool. Yeah. Self-made show. Yeah, I have true. an addendum to my compliment. You okay. also are really great about, uh, I don't know how to say it, but you give people their due. You know what I mean? Ooh. You've told me a couple of stories like that where you're like, what can I give you? You know, you're not, I think a lot of people are like, I'll just take this for free. Sure. I'll just take that for free. Yeah, that's not But true. I really appreciate that you try your best to, to pay people what they should get. I d- yeah, I definitely try to. So I think that's the, and that's the big thing. It's just even trying Yeah, is what people, because <laughs> that's how I want to be treated too. Because I, I mean, that's, uh, we, uh, uh, having so many musicians on here, we often talk about the fact that like people will be like, hey, can you, are you free this day? And musicians are like, what do you, I'm available. What do you mean by free? Mm-hmm. You know, cause like, you know, but then it's, it's the people that are like, Hey man, I'm, I have no money. Please feel free to respond with a no to this. Like I, you know, I, I can give you lunch and like a hundred bucks or something to do this thing. Like, you know, like, can you do that? And I'm that, those are the type of things I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. You know, cause I, I'm free that day and I'll do it for you or whatever. Yeah. But it's people wait till the last minute to tell you how much money or like, you're just like, I'm always like icky. I don't want to work with them or be around yeah. that shit. You know? Or like when the first question is like, how much do you charge mm-hmm. kind of thing? Yeah. Do you really feel like you deserve to be paid for something? <laughs> <laughs> well, I could learn how to play drums. <laughs> um, all right, man. So let's, let's get to another game. Um, okay. That's been the compliment corner. But let's get to another. <laughs> this game is called Green Light, Red Light, <laughs> Yellow Light. Hey, there ain't no more lights. Green Light, Red Light, Yellow Light. Hey, there ain't no more lights. In this game, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a topic to talk about. Okay. Okay. You'll talk alone, but only once I've given you the green light. I want you to express your viewpoints on this issue. Now, at some point, you're probably going to say something that pisses me off, <laughs> that ticks off a listener, or is just, you know, some kind of racially or misogynistic, <laughs> uh, you know, something that will just really irk someone's chain. And I'll feel that. And I'll give you a red light to stop you. You know, just like traffic, you'll stop. I'll want you to cool your jets. And while I explain to you why I stopped you. And then once I think that the audience has had a little bit of a time to cool off and trust you again, I'll give you the yellow. At which point I'll want you to wrap up your feelings on this issue slowly, slowly, (laughs) until I say, hey, there ain't no more lights. At which point we'll be done with the discussion. Okay. Does that make sense? I think so. It's a simple traffic game. The topic I'd like you to speak on is what holiday is best? Mm. Start right now. 
Uh, only once I have given you the green light. Oh, man. I failed already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> green light! I have to say that I think it's Thanksgiving because when you grow up, you start to have Friendsgiving. Red light. Man. I really tried to give you a break. Um, first of all, as soon as you said Thanksgiving, I heard some very religious people go, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> you know, and I, and I was thinking, no, they'll get over it. Let's let them explain it. And then you said, when you grow up, I have a lot of young listeners that <laughs> either haven't grown up yet or don't want to grow up Peter Pan syndrome and, and they're pissed now. And then you said Friendsgiving. A lot of problems with that. A lot of problems. Am I ticked off? I'm heating up, <laughs> uh, but I'm not there yet. But Friendsgiving, some people don't have any friends, Cody, and you're really, oh man, they haven't even thought about the idea of having a Friendsgiving. Now they just realized my family won't have me for Thanksgiving. And now he's talking about Friendsgiving. Another thing I can't have. And now they're pissed off. <laughs> but the thing is the thing that I stopped the conversation, right? So now they're all getting their due. Like you said, of to feel a little bit better. And go, okay, Ryan understands me. I'm cooling off. Ryan obviously trusts this man. He came into his apartment. Maybe we should give him another chance. I think we're at that point in forgiving you for what you said. <laughs> Three strikes. You know what I mean? Um, so now that the audience has cooled off, I'm about to give you the light. But you need to be very careful. On how you explain why Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday. Okay? Okay. Yellow light. Thanksgiving is the best. Slowly. Because no matter who you are, you will find something to eat on the table that day. Even if you're alone. Because... Hey! There ain't no more lights. <laughs> There's always stove top. Ooh, nice little addendum. I do love stove top. I haven't had it for a long time, but it's uh, totally enjoyable. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's been a uh, that's wow. been green light, red light. Yes, that was Annie Knutson, past guest and current sister-in-law. <laughs> Singing that suck. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for playing that game. That game um, made me feel really bad about myself. Ooh, is that I, what happened? I say things that upset people all the time, apparently. That's true. <laughs> Everybody that's played that game has pissed people off. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's a treacherous road, <laughs> that traffic game. Um, okay, the next game we're going to play is called Learning by Listing. Rapid fire. Yes, that was an explosion sound, and I want you to take that seriously. <laughs> In this game, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a topic, and I'm going to give you 20 seconds. We're going to do two rounds. I'm going to give you a topic, and then you're going to list as many things in that topic as you can in the time allotted. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, this it doesn't have. To, there's no right or wrong. This is basically just stream of consciousness. You know, whatever you think of, 
is right for you. The, the, the audience is trying to get to know how you act under pressure. The audience is trying to get to know what you know on a certain topic. Does that make sense? Okay. The first topic for the first round of learning by listing rapid fire is foods that you eat at Thanksgiving. Go. Mashed potatoes, stuffing, turkey, tofurkey, gravy, cranberry, pumpkin pie, biscuits, Brussels sprouts, uh, squash blossom casserole, uh, green bean casserole, uh, cornbread, cornbread stuffing. Stop. Ooh, cornbread, cornbread stuffing. Good way to end. <laughs> I like that you just said cranberry. <laughs> Oh, really? That's all I said? Cranberry. <laughs> um, we only had one cranberry in our house when I was growing up. <laughs> the family splits up the cranberry between all 11 of us. Nine kids, two parents. Am I right? Exactly. Um, so that's that's good. We, we've learned a lot about you in that segment. Not only do you know a lot of foods, uh, you also know some interesting hitters there. Squash blossom casserole. Yeah. Is that a real thing? Or did yeah. you just follow the word squash until you ended it? <laughs> I actually made that last year. Squash blossom casserole? Yeah, you just throw wow. the, the squash blossoms in there. They're good. Well, I mean, you just, what do you mean you throw them in there? What's well, you make like a squash casserole. Oh, okay. Or like a. And then cover it in squash blossoms on top? Yeah. Mm. Ooh, okay. Mm. Very good. I love squash blossoms and stuffed, yeah, with stuffed with cheese and stuff. Ooh. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> I just found out that the, the beans also grow blossoms you can eat. Bean blossom? Yeah, bean. I don't know which which variety of bean, but there's some that, that you can have. Some beans. <laughs> bean blossoms. I bet some are poisonous. Probably. That's how beans are these days. More bitter. <laughs> I like also that you said tofurkey. It shows you're inclusive by nature, I think. So I'm telling you, everybody finds something. Yeah. No, everybody no. can have something on Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, next round. Ways that you can show your grandma that you love her. Mm. Go. Okay. Mow the lawn, oil the bike, uh, take out the trash, take out the recycling, synchronize the clocks, uh, wash out her dishpan from making you soup in the afternoon like she used to do. Uh, <laughs> um, Stop. Oh, that was a hard one. Damn. Ooh. I didn't take care of my grandma very much. Some of those answers. No, I think you did a great job. You oiled the bike. <laughs> I did use to oil the bike. Dude, I love those answers. It was more for me, but it was her bike. I love these that synchronize the clocks. Yeah. No one would think about that except for an horologist. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I like those answers. And there were a lot of things I would. So many of those things were things I wouldn't think about. Oil the bike. That's not (laughs) on my list of things to show my grandma. But what Uh, a nice thing. You know what one of my favorite lines from a Kendrick Lamar song is? Mm. Bitch, all my grandma's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line for some reason. Oh man, uh, I love Kendrick so much. Me too. What a delight. <laughs> oh man, well that was fun. I think the audience learned a lot about you, especially that second one. You have a lot of creative ideas for how to help grandma. Mm. That's good. <laughs> well, that's been learning by listing. Rapid fire. Well, we're coming to the end of the episode. That's something I need to say to you. <laughs> Cross your hands. <laughs> Start a prayer. <laughs> um, so the ending of the... Uh, a little bit like 
end of church. We're coming to the end of the sermon. Yeah. This is where they song. this is where they hit you with the big call to action, which is what I do on the show as well. And people start humming in the balconies. When I first started the show, I really wanted to have a what's it called? Um, what's it called at the end of a sermon when they give you the call to action at the end of the, oh um, the uh, what shit. is that called? What actually, it? it's, I keep on thinking doxology or eulogy, but it's not that. It's the uh, I think I blocked it out. I, what is it? Um, Listeners are going crazy right now. <laughs> It's this, it's this, it's this. Screaming at their phones. Um, can't remember it. I don't remember either. But I wanted to have something like that where I'd play like like uh, uh, religious music behind it and give like a <laughs> ending call to action. But I do, uh, so I, I have a version of that, which we'll get into later. But okay. um, but the thing that uh, we're doing now uh, is wrapping up the show. And the, and the way that I wrap up the show is I ask my guests all the same very simple question. The name of the show is called Ryan is Super Strong. So my question for you, Cody McLean, is are you super strong? No. Ooh, very interesting. Very interesting you say that. And I like that answer. I like that answer because it shows some honesty. Mm. There are several types of strength. We all know that. Um but the, the thing about this episode is that they're listening to you. They're trying to get to know you. They want to know what you're all about. And so what I ask my, you know, like some people might want to be more like you. And so what I'd like you to do is kind of talk about why you don't think you're super strong. But also give a piece of advice, something that helps you go about your days, right? To get stronger, to be better. It could be physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, anything. Um that they can take people that look up to you from, you know, some people might just connect with you from listening, you know? Uh, and so I want you to give a piece of advice that can kind of serve as their mantra for the week until next week when I have a different guest come on and give different, uh, th- uh, advice. Ooh. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So talk about a little bit why, you know, why you think you're not super strong and then talk uh, just a little piece of advice that doesn't make you stronger in some way. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm super strong because I think that I'm still learning about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's really easy for me to be swayed still by perceptions or uh, I'm, a, I'm pretty naive still, I think. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I said no. I don't think that's a bad thing, though, that I'm not super strong. I don't think so either. I think it's uh, I think it's just how I feel. Mm. But I think that goes along with my word of advice, if I have one. Yeah. Which is that I think that we spend a lot of time saying like this thing is good and this thing is bad, or this thing is this thing that happened to me is bad. And I know that there's a lot of uh, complexity there about things that can happen to you and, and stay with you. But um, I don't know. You know, we we just. If we look at everything like um, it gave us it gave us something and we're still here and we're moving forward, mm-hmm. then I, I just don't think we should deny anything. We should take everything that that happened and, and move forward with all of it. I think uh, holding on to these things in the past or like something that happened to you this morning even, um, you know, keeps you in that place. And I'm not saying it, like even if you're but if you're mad about it that's okay be mad about it if you're yeah. if you're I just don't think you should uh 
I think I think you shouldn't be mad about it. Don't don't hold on to it by, don't keep yourself in the past by holding on to it. You know what I mean? Just sure. experience it, feel, feel it, the feeling, feel it, and um, even if you if you get too mad and you're embarrassed or whatever, that has something to offer you, offer you too. You yeah. can, um, you know, I think a lot of us are living with things that we're embarrassed by maybe every day today. Which, but I think that's just a normal thing. That's healthy, I think. I think that's really normal. And, and I would hate to meet the guy that's just like, no, I'm awesome. <laughs> exactly. Kicking ass on all <laughs> cylinders. <laughs> Actually, I kind of would like to meet that guy. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> me too. That'd be interesting. Everything I do is awesome. Super awesome. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> I'm killing this. <laughs> I feel like that sometimes, actually. You feel very like strong and I feel sometimes like killing I'm killing it, it like yeah. without even trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, everything will just work out in the day. Yeah. I'll make all the lights. I have a really low bar. Apparently <laughs> I made all the lights. <laughs> I'm killing it. Killing it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. man. I think people like I say this almost every week, but I just think that, uh, that, the, that podcasting is cool because I post this up. A lot of listeners happen at the beginning of the week and then it just sits on the internet, mm. you know, and then who knows who or why or when someone else will check this episode out. But for some reason they did. And that the energetic thing that we were talking about earlier, they find they like, like it, you know, it, uh, this interview with you hits them in the right spot. They hear something that triggers them and they want to hear some advice and you did it. You know, you gave them what they needed that day. So I think that's very cool. I appreciate you sp- spreading some love around. Because I know that you're filled with it. I got a lot of love. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, but the last thing I want to do is um, give you a chance to plug anything you might want to plug. If people can so- seek out any social media, I know you don't really do it anymore. Or if there's things that you have written or done that people can look up. Or things that you like or a website or anything at all. Or even thanks for Brittany or anything, you know, whatever. Like, you know, anything you'd want to plug if you, you know. Since we are here and you can self-promote if you like. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't have anything. <laughs> or your personal address? <laughs> Social um, Security? <laughs> well, if you need a... I guess I could say if you need a dog walker, but... Of course. Uh, my information's not out there, so... If you need a clock repaired, uh, get in touch with Ryan. I'm sure he can exactly. give you my information. <laughs> so basically, if uh, if you want a, uh, an orologist or a dog walker... Yes. I keep on saying oral, but it's horologist. Well, I think you could pronounce it orlage. That's the French word for clock so horloge horlogist Ooh. Uh, but i always i say, don't think i can do that i always say uh, <laughs> to be honest i feel like kramer when i did that horlogist <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh my, my mouth is full of pudding if i try to say horlogist uh yeah if you need a clock repaired you know i always say horologist yeah but um i Sounds actually don't usually say that i only tell that to people that i'm trying to impress exactly you can try like what do you do i'm a horologist horologist and then night. i walk away <laughs> good night bedtime for you uh my work day just begins <laughs> <laughs> but really just tinkering with clocks at home yep that's very cool in my little homemade workshop so, no, so yeah so if people want those things contact me and i'll hook you up yeah, if you have an old cuckoo clock, lots of people have old clocks lying around that they don't know what to do with. Yeah, that's cool. I was just thinking, I'm like, do we? Have, I know that we have a few clocks yeah. in, our, in our living room that don't work. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think it's just battery Battery related. stuff, yeah. <laughs> I, don't think it's, I don't think we need a hold on. Oh, here's a little thing, too. Okay. Speaking of horologists, I just thought of this. 
just a word of advice um clocks we look at them and you know the old-fashioned clocks they're telling time but actually what they're doing is they're just keeping the constant of gravity because it's all right. based on weight yeah so like there is no such thing as time Ooh. it's all based on gravity so it's all just based on us walking around the earth and feeling gravity yeah so gravity's undying pull yes exactly so don't worry so much about time or worry about it more but do something with it i don't Whoa. know what i'm saying right now that's weird because that, that if you think about it, you know how we shrink and get smaller as we get yeah. older and we get back into our baby state but we but and then like people bury you and it's kind of like giving into the gravity yeah it is so maybe what you need to do or time shoot yourself up in outer space <laughs> or if you really to... want to fight time and gravity that would actually work probably yeah just up there floating just float for eternity nothing's pulling you down so you're not experiencing time until you hit some atmosphere and become like a meteor <laughs> <laughs> all right man well that's uh thank you so much for being on this show thank you i always take the the last bit to plug uh chad coleman who did the art for the show and chris hackman who did the intro and outro music like we mentioned earlier in the episode those guys are sweetie pies and i love them very much um also the instagram is ryan is super strong the twitter is at super strong ryan you can email me at ryan is super strong at gmail.com if you like and also if you like the show which if you're listening at this point either you like it or something weird about you <laughs> So please, if you've listened this long, take a few extra minutes, go on to the Apple Podcasts, rate the show five stars, and write a review. Help the show grow. I'd really appreciate it, and I'd love you so dearly. Um, the last thing I do every every week is I talk to a listener, a group of listeners, oh. and uh, I try to get them to up their game in some way. And this week is no different. I'm going to do that starting right now. This week I'm talking, you know, the theme was literature today and i'm talking to a group of listeners that i know listens to this podcast very religiously this is to librarians librarians now why am i trying to get you to up your game well you're a little lonely you're a little bit lonely you know you've been you've made friends and books you made friends and you know around around that come into the library all the time but something about you you keep shushing people Maybe if you let people chat with you a little bit more or make jokes sometimes, hey, maybe you'd have a little fun too, you know? Not with everybody. Some people are jerks. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe not all the good friends are in the books. Maybe some of them are right in front of your face and you shouldn't shush them like that. So if you're a librarian and you're looking for some advice, maybe look, take the advice of my friend Cody here or go back in the archive of Ryan is Super Strong and listen to all the advice from all the super guests that I've had. Think about that. Change your kind of secluded hermit-like ways just a little bit not all the way and if you do that maybe one day you'll be super strong too just like ryan because i was just gonna do stupid things you try Uh. My name is Ryan and I'm here to say I love to rap in a fun rapping way with my friend Cody. <laughs>
get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't think I would like doing it with a bunch of other guys. That would feel weird. <laughs>